0: I'm Billy. I'm Smoke. And this is the Art of Discourse, the place where creativity and conversation collide.
1: So in about three to four weeks, the NBA season is commencing once again. So this episode is just our pre-NBA season conversation. Um, The first thing I want to get into right now is the new NBA resting policy and the rules that come with it. Have you heard of them?
0: Yeah, I have vaguely. I've been hearing people say they made it to benefit LeBron.
1: It probably benefits more players than just him. Oh, for sure. I'll go through them. So this is from ESPN. The first rule is, no more than one player is unavailable for the same game. Um, The second rule is, teams must ensure that star players are available for national TV and in-season tournament games. The third rule, teams must maintain a balance between the number of one-game absences for a star player in home games and road games with a preference for those absences to happen in home games. The fourth rule, teams must refrain from any long-term shutdown or near shutdown when a star player stops participating in games or plays in materially reduced role in circumstances affecting the integrity of the game. And the fifth and final rule, teams must ensure that healthy players resting for a game are present and visible to fans. Hmm, okay, that's interesting.
0: I understand why they would do that from a business standpoint.
1: Actually, looking at the rules now, um, one of these rules I actually agree with. Which one was it? Let me see.
0: About the home games?
1: Yeah, that one. Because we live in North Carolina, so a lot of our favorite players don't play out here but probably twice a year. So it really would suck if the one time they come out here, they're resting that night. When they play at home a lot of times like half the season
0: right and a good chunk of people who are going to go to games where it's like curry or lebron or people like that or even john morant to be honest well nba dumb boy to be honest um they're going specifically to see those people so it is annoying if that's the game where they're like yeah i'm gonna just sit this one out and it's like that's the whole point of me coming
1: right right so i actually do agree with that one some of the other rules. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a player, so I can't really say. But as a fan, I don't mind. I don't mind as a fan. I'm not a player, though, so, I mean, that's that's them. But I do feel like over the past few seasons, I've seen teams get a lot more comfortable with just, like, not caring about who they're playing on the court because it's not the playoffs.
0: Yeah, true. They don't even try to, like, cover it. They – it's kind of – blatant in our face now. Before, people would try to at least come with a, oh, right. shoulder, shoulder soreness. <laughs> and I was like, they don't even really care to keep up an illusion. It's just like, yeah, we don't care. They're not playing. It's pretty much the energy. But my question is about like healthy players. What determines if a player is healthy or not? I feel that's so vague and there's so many different varying levels of injury or fatigue that could come into play with a professional athlete so I just wonder how they're going about dictating what constitutes a quote-unquote healthy player.
1: I feel like that part of the rules made for Kawhi Leonard, Mm. that was the Kawhi patch.
0: And Anthony Davis.
1: Yeah, I mean (laughs) Anthony Davis too, Boys is always out for health reasons.
0: I've seen that man in the playoffs. I don't remember who he was playing, but he mouthed to his coach. He said, I can't feel my arm. That's literally what he said. He was on the court like five minutes later. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't feel your arm. How? You... He just mad. He was
1: playing the Warriors.
0: Oh, was it? Was that? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Who was y'all? I think it was the Grizzlies when he did that. Our first that. round? Yeah, I think so. He was like, I can't feel my arm. And it was right back on the court five minutes later. So certain players was like, Y'all take that injury stuff with a grain of salt. I thought some of them is just a mental case, like a head case. They go to, through a bad injury and then they just have anxiety about it. And it's more mental than actually physical.
1: There are exceptions to the rule, though. Um, teens are allowed to have pre-approved designated back-to-back allowances for players who are 35 years old on opening night or have a career workload of 34,000 regular season minutes or 1,000 regular season and playoff games combined. So that means if you meet that criteria, you're allowed to even submit a pre-approved back-to-back night off. Um, Or if the team feels like the player is unable to play the back-to-back games, it must provide the NBA with written information at least one week prior, explaining why the players' participation should be limited. Um, For example, this is according to ESPN, for example, the Lakers set Anthony Davis and LeBron James in January 30th game last season in Brooklyn. The two would play the next night in New York. Under the PPP, the Lakers could have sought approval for James to miss the next game because he has played at least 34,000 regular season minutes. So those are the exceptions to the rule.
0: I like that. I like that they gave exceptions, um, especially for players that have already given so much and been so consistent throughout their career. Players like LeBron and Curry and... Yeah. Who else?
1: Um,
0: I mean, I like it's a whole list of them, actually. Exist. Chris uh, Paul, Paul Mike
1: Conley, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, right. James Harden.
0: Right. Even on right. We'll get into that later. But yeah, I think that's more than fair because they've given enough they've made nba a lot of money they've been very consistent and dependable throughout their career so it is nice that they at least have an exception for those types of people
1: it's like on the job benefits are lasting that long you said what it's like on the job benefits for lasting that long oh
0: yeah yeah a lot
1: of nba players only been in a league for like seven years mm-hmm They get kind of washed and kind of just phase out. You're like, oh, what happened to such and such? She was nice that one year, and they disappear.
0: In Taiwan.
1: But I feel like a lot of these rules is the NBA and the owners reacting to the players kind of abusing things, Mm -hmm. like abusing the rest team, abusing the I want to be traded, I'm only going to go to this team thing. I just feel like in some cases it's valid, and in some cases it's not. And I feel like right now... The way the NBA is treating our boy, Dame, it's kind of unfair.
0: Yeah, it is very unfair. I get the sentiment, but I just think Dame is the wrong person to have that sentiment with, given how loyal he's been to a shitty team, like his entire career.
1: 11 years.
0: But what did, cause what's his name? Adam Silver? Yeah. So what did he say in regards to Dame?
1: Um, He basically felt like, to paraphrase, he said that players need to honor their contracts. He's not a fan of players not honoring their contracts. Players need to honor their contracts and teams have to honor their contracts to the players. So he also is not a fan of Dame saying publicly, I'll only play for the Heat. So that's the two problems he had, my players not honoring their contracts and then saying they are only gonna play for such and such team. Which is why I don't remember if they fined him or not, but considering they did did find him.
0: I believe they did. So they were,
1: yeah, so they fined him for making those comments, which is crazy because so many other players have demanded trades in the last few years and nobody got fined.
0: And that's crazy that Daniel Liller, of all people, is the person you decided to make an example of when it comes to that. Someone who was loyal to a team who did not deserve his loyalty at all. While
1: James Harden asking for his third trade.
0: Ridiculous. So about Harden, let's <laughs> get into Harden. Because I thought a lot of the changes we're seeing in the NBA, even with um, like the luxury tax stuff, I don't remember exactly. Not just the luxury tax. It was like other changes they have been making in, within the past few months. I feel a lot of it is a direct response to players like James Harden, Kyrie, Durant, but not as much mm-hmm. Durant, but definitely Harden and Kyrie. And when they were moving the way they were moving, I was just thinking to myself, this is really not gonna be great for the younger NBA players coming in after them because they're gonna make changes according to yeah, how y'all are moving. I already knew that was going to happen and now we're seeing that. So I think, yeah, they really got, Kyrie and harder to blame. Cause... I think
1: what you're talking about is the um, CBA, yeah, the yeah. Collective Bargaining Agreement. And part of that is also on TV deals, Um, What's going on with TV, everything going to streaming. So part of that affects the money that goes into that, how much they're going to play. But like, they did make rules where you have to play a certain amount of games to even be like max eligible or to Mm -hmm. be eligible for a certain award. It's not in the NBA. So they are trying to find ways to force the players to like play more games and take the regular season more serious. Um, which is I'm really curious to see how like this in-season tournament turns out. If there's going to be like, A stretched out All-Star Weekend, which I hope it's not, because All-Star Weekend is ass.
0: And they might as well
1: cancel that shit, because nothing exciting happens, and the All-Star game is buns as hell, and the slam dunk contest is lame as fuck.
0: Justice for Aaron Gordon.
1: For real. The NBA really just needs to bring back, like, street basketball, like, and one type competition, and get regular people off the streets to do, like, the dunk contest. They can steal their idea. They, they can. They really can, because.
0: Right. I think there's a lot of things they could do to breathe some new life into All Star. Like things you said having a street ball competition, having a dunk competition with just regular people. Even inviting some of these teams from these other countries or certain players, inviting them to play because the talent in these other countries are getting increasingly better as we saw, you know, but the talent in these other countries are getting increasingly better. So even that would be cool to, invite if not the whole team of certain players from these other teams in these other countries to come play or having a one versus one. Like I'd like to see certain one versus one or two versus two, three versus three of certain players that we just wanna see go at each other. I think there's so much different creative things they could do for All-Star that, that they're still running with this outdated and boring concept is really annoying and a waste to be honest.
1: So that you think players are gonna take the tournament seriously? I hope so. Mm. So I believe if they win the tournament, they win money and won, like, one Doesn't it help their spot positioning? in the seating. Yeah, in yeah, the seeding.
0: I thought like because of that, definitely players who would benefit from that would take it seriously. But still going to be people on some BUNS teams who don't care regardless. Who's <laughs> still not going to take it seriously. But like, I, I
1: like the idea. It's like NBA March Madness in the mm-hmm. fall. So I like the idea. I just hope they take it seriously.
0: Likewise. All
1: right. So now I want to talk about our for season predictions. Um, I'd just like to start off by saying I'm a Lakers fan. Well, really, I'm a LeBron fan. Wherever mm-hmm. he goes, that's what I do. Um, so right now, I'm a Lakers fan. My co-host, unfortunately, is a Warriors unfortunately. fan. Um, I'll say that back. She's a Warriors fan.
0: Okay.
1: Respect <laughs> to Warriors Nation. She's a yeah. Warriors fan. the so. nation. That's just what it is. And we've been coexisting.
0: Somehow, mm-hmm. some way.
1: And here we are. But let's get into it. So I feel like the moves the Lakers made this off season made us a more complete team. We have a lot of depth. Like we could really play a lot of people now and we couldn't do that last season. Like, yeah, we made the changes after all star break. And that got us to the Western Conference Finals, but it still wasn't enough. And Denver was a complete team, and that was our problem. Um, we needed more big men, and we needed more wings who could defend. So not only did we get bigger, but then we also brought in a center who last season shot 51% field goal percentage. His three-point percentage was 37.6%. His free throw is 77-2. He averages seven rebounds and one block a game.
0: Now you got
1: numbers. I don't got no numbers, child. I'm just saying that's pretty. <laughs> I'm just saying that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we got that as a backup center, or he could play the five, AD could play the four. Austin Reeves is still coming into himself. LeBron, last time we see him, dropped forty on a foot that needed surgery. So I was wondering what health is gonna look like on him next season. Uh, I feel like the Lakers are in a good position to make a run for it. I don't really see many teams that could prevent that other than maybe Denver, but they lost some pieces have to see what happens with the Suns. That's interesting.
0: Mm.
1: Um, the warriors are always in the mix, I guess, but we have to see what goes on with them and their situations. (laughs) Um, but really those three teams.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Truthfully. The Lakers do look nice. I'm not I'm not a hater. I can never hate. I'm always so the truth. I like the changes y'all made to the team. I feel like y'all didn't even need much changes. Y'all had a good core right. already outside of D'Lo, but whatever. <laughs> outside right. of him. It's
1: always the point guard.
0: Y'all already had a good starting point to build upon, so I do like the moves like you know, I'll admit that. As far as the Warriors, I have a lot of feelings surrounding, I <laughs> feelings surrounding the Warriors. I don't know numbers and names like you do, because I already made up my mind, like not say I didn't pay attention to it. Cause of course I paid attention. I wasn't hyper paying focused. attention. Like I wasn't hyper focused because a lot of times Warriors, the changes they make to their team always seem underwhelming on paper outside of Durant, but pretty much, Any other change we made, for the most part, it never seems like no big thing until it plays out. So I'm really of the belief when it comes to Warriors. I just have to see how it plays out. But I do like the Warriors, that add some more size. They need more. I'm aware of that, especially looking at the Nuggets and the Lakers look like the damn Space Jam monsters compared to the Warriors. (laughs) So they definitely need more size. But they did add some more size, which I do like. They got some new shooters, which I do like. They're rookies, so we gotta see how they shake up. The rookie game is always in, but Warriors have a good track record of being able to mold their rookies for the most part. really good at developing players, so I do feel strongly about that. So more on the good side about that versus the bad side about that. So as far as Jordan Poole, I never liked him.
1: Man, y'all should have <laughs> kept it's Jordan Poole.
0: Tur- it's turn now okay Okay, it's my turn now I never liked Jordan Poole I think the Warriors made a very stupid mistake paying him all that money and having such high expectations of him prematurely and I get he did help us against Boston he did I'm not gonna discredit that but he just has so much faults in his game and he's so young that I think it was really dumb for them to even put that pressure on him or this narrative of like, oh, new splash, bro. I think all that was very premature. He didn't deserve the money he got. He has a lot of faults in his game. I never liked his game. I never liked his attitude. I always felt like he was overrated. And this is before the season. Even in the midst of us beating Boston ass, I was already saying Jordan Poole is a headache. And when they announced it was paying him all that money, I was like, why? So, I personally am glad he's gone. Now, there's going to have to be changes made. We're going to see how things happen. We're going to see. But I feel like he was a cancer on that team. But it's also their fault um, that it shaked up that way. They should have known better. They should have really looked at it from a realistic standpoint and not give into hype prematurely. But I'm glad he's gone.
1: I just feel like the Warriors made the wrong bet um they are to blame for jordan Poole's behavior to a degree but at the same time he's a grown man so it's like he's still to blame
0: Mm -hmm. they didn't
1: force him to say whatever he said to draymond green that Mm -hmm. made draymond green react that way i
0: can't wait until we find out what it was because that's just i really just want to know what was said I don't even know what was said, but I'm on Jamal Green's side. Like he may be whatever, he may have a little reputation about him. But I feel like he don't do stuff for no reason. He hardly ever be unjustified. So I'm really curious to know, especially when it comes to his own teammates. Right. So I'm curious to know what he said, but I strongly just feel like Jordan Poole probably deserved it. And
1: with the with the changes y'all made, it's rumor y'all might get Dwight Howard and now that's I've been something. Saying we should that's get something Dwight you called Howard. for.
0: I did, I've been Which saying is that cool.
1: I just feel like Chris Paul, especially the rumors that he's
0: gonna be starting
1: is crazy to me. Cause it's like y'all biggest problem last season was size. It wasn't even necessarily shooting. It was really size. And some of you defensive problems was because of size. So to think that Steve Kerr is thinking we're gonna go even smaller and just outshoot and out assist everybody. I don't know. I got some reservations for Steve Kerr. But I really feel Me like... Me too.
0: We're going to get into it, though.
1: If y'all have Chris Paul, the best decision would be to have Chris Paul come off the bench.
0: Yeah, I and, agree.
1: And have him help Kaminga, set Kaminga up for, like, cuts. Set Klay Thompson up for, like, you know, drive down, cut, pass the three. You know, different situations. Play action, basically.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I don't feel like he should be starting. I don't... We're going to see, but I don't think he should be starting at all. Like is he starting in lieu of who? Like who are they replacing him with to start?
1: What they're going to do is take Woney out the starting lineup and push Draymond Green to the five, which is crazy cuz now he has to defend people like AD and Jokic who's in his same conference every night.
0: Yeah, that's stupid. Like no. That's really stupid. I don't think they should. Have. We'll see. Maybe they might try it and realize it's a dumb idea and change it (laughs) quickly. I'm thinking about when y'all was being held hostage by Westbrook.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) When he was dead set thinking he was just supposed to start for some reason. You hope this isn't
1: the same situation with Chris Paul?
0: Yeah, I really hope not. We're going to see how it shake up. But I don't feel... I just feel when it comes to my team, I trust my team, so I don't feel terrible about it. Even though I do feel like there's more moves to be made, and I wouldn't be mad at all if we got Dwight Howard. He's someone with size. He's someone who's been there before, and there's not a lot of big men on the market, so take what you can. I feel like it was either going to be him or DeMarcus Cousins, and don't nobody want to do that song and dance with DeMarcus Cousins again. I feel like they're just
1: putting too much faith in Steph Curry. I don't mean that in no disrespectful way. Just take this. From the point of view of somebody who tried to watch LeBron carry some of them Cav teams, it's like, you know, dude, it's all-world. But I know Steph Curry's all-world, but I just feel like they're putting too much on his shoulders.
0: Well, I think we got to see how people perform before you say that. That's just assuming ain't nobody going to do nothing and he going to carry the team on his back. And honestly, I feel like last season could have went way different. We had other faults. I'm not going to say this is the only fault now, but to me – Cur looking real funny in the daylight. That's my biggest issue with the Warriors right now is his coaching. I'm not going to say, oh, maybe because some people like maybe he really isn't a good coach. Maybe he just had certain talent and it was inevitable they was going to win. I do feel like he was a good coach for.
1: He also got a good handoff, though. Let's be real. He got a good hand. Let me finish my point,
0: though. I feel like he was a good coach for Mm -hmm. the team they had at the time where he was a good coach. But certain coaches are good for coaching certain type of teams. The Warriors are not that same team. He's not adjusting accordingly. He's sticking to a really rigid way of coaching that does not work for where the Warriors are at now. I think it's extremely criminal. Extremely criminal. Kaminga was playing so great last season. And he was playing substantially better every time he played. And at a point, Kerr was just like, yeah, just not playing him. In regular season, just at a point, yeah, not playing him no more. And it's like, for why? Why are you suiting someone who has been productive and has been playing substantially more? I feel like he should have trusted more guys to do more. Moody should have got more minutes. Kaminga could have got more minutes. I feel like Lamb, why was Lamb getting so much? What was Lamb showing Kerr that made Kerr believe in Lamb over Moody or Kaminga? He had dirt on Kerr. I don't know, because I don't understand. Lamb was a headache. My biggest headaches last season was Steve Kerr's coaching, Jordan Poole, and Lamb. Well, as far as regular season, as far as the playoff. But regular season, those are my biggest headaches. Why is Lamb in the game? Why is Poole doing dumb shit? And what the fuck is Steve Kerr thinking? So I feel like this season, more than anything, the person I'm going to be watching the closest is Kerr. And... I feel I don't like know. he got exposed again, though. For, it might be time for a new coach because her pissed me off severely.
1: I feel like he got exposed again. I feel like in this world, FIFA um, championships, he got exposed.
0: Yeah. I just find it very, 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 very funny that all these NBA players were up in arms about what Noah Lyle said about them winning. The championship would say, oh, world, what would they say? Like World champions. Oh, world champions. After winning the playoffs, and everyone's so up in arms. But y- y'all kind of proved his point. Y'all got Dylan Brooks and Schroeder feel like they <laughs> king of the world. King. He kind of had a point because what's going on?
1: Kings of the world. Then the Schroeder, is how you said, Schroeder, Schroeder. He's wow. a world champion MVP. So technically, he's the best basketball player in the world right now. Technically. Think technically. About
0: it. Think about it. I know and that sounds crazy.
1: Dylan Brooks is the best defensive player in the world. Because well, you know who actually won defensive player of the year in the NBA? He was on that team, you would say. You know what he kept doing? fouling out the game.
0: Who?
1: Um, what's his name? Oh, it escapes me. I know he plays on the Grizzlies.
0: Oh, um, Jared um, Jackson. Jr. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There we go. I don't know. Why can I think of that for a second? Jared Jackson, Jr.
0: It's just funny to me how Stephen A. and a plethora of other commentators were trying to say, oh, the playoffs is a world championship because we have players from other countries. We have Joel Embiid and and Luca and jo- what's his name? I am about to say Djokovic. It's definitely a tennis player. Mm-hmm. Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> Jokic. And onto the cupo, that means oh, it's because we have some players from other countries that means the playoffs could be revered as a world championship, which is stupid because we have actual times when we are able to play other countries. I don't know why right. they were even trying to say that in the first The place. crazy
1: part is Giannis agree with Noah. Right. And that's one of the people Steven they chop a name.
0: And then people were mad at him over that too.
1: And he's absolutely right by what he said. He don't want to work out with them in the off season. Takes off his edge. And they're not playing on the world stage. It's the NBA championship. Right. So, I mean, yes, it's the most coveted championship in basketball. We get that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But You know, if Team USA took it seriously, it wouldn't be, oh, we're going to send our C team, we're going to send the C team, we're going to send the C team. Now all of a sudden, LeBron want to get everybody, oh, let's play in the Olympics, let's play in the Olympics, let's play in the Olympics.
0: Right. And another thing is the world plays a whole different type of basketball than what we play. So that's another reason why it's like it's definitely not a world championship. That's not even the type of basketball. It's not the rules that the world goes by. So how is it a world championship? Right. We
1: have our own set of rules. Like the things players do here, they get technicals for international community. All that showboating, the night night, the silencers, all the little too smalls, those are fouls in Europe.
0: And then meanwhile, the physical stuff aren't files for them. They're actually allowed to play more physical than we are. That's why they kind of be looking at us like, oh, y'all some puns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it will be interesting to see the Olympics. And I really do hope all these players really do. Maybe they need that kick in the teeth to feel more sense of pride, to show themselves on a world stage in a certain way. So I am excited to see who is, I hope Curry and LeBron is, what? I yeah, mean, I, mean I might
1: have my personal gripes with that man, but I just want to see them on the same team yeah, one time. That, that would go be crazy. So or something that, that matters. crazy. Like, something
0: that my all-star don't count. All the little things don't count. But seeing great players play when the stakes is high and they actually care, the him, highlights are going to be ridiculous. Him,
1: LeBron, and Kevin Durant.
0: Right. up, uh, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward Come to
1: on. it. Come on. Come on, that's be the only time we'll actually see them two playing on the same court with stakes and like getting along. Because mm-hmm. whenever the stakes are high, you they'd be like in the players. Oh yeah, we cool. We like each other. blah blah respect. But it's actually it's actually smoke on site. Like, Period. it's a lot of energy. Them two people taking to beating each other and it's on record.
0: So seeing that type of the mentality they both have together in conjunction towards a different team, yeah, I want to see it. definitely want to see it.
1: So speaking of things you want to see, what are your predictions for this season? Who wins MVP? Who wins finals MVP? Who wins the championship? How far do you see your team going? Like, what, what do you want to see this season?
0: Mm, MVP... I think that white man go take it again.
1: No, they're not giving it to Jokic three <laughs> years in a row. Ah, uh, nah, they there. He's not gonna win that three years. No, I don't think he MB, didn't even know who won, who won last year. Embiid, yeah. But three in the last four years would be crazy. He's not LeBron.
0: He' not LeBron, but I'm just looking at who else could it be? Like Tatum, and b Tatum could actually
1: do what he set out to do for once.
0: But Tatum be so. And I love Tatum. He's just so unreliable. So I can't confidently be like Tatum. I would like for it, That's who I would like for it to be. I would like for it to be Tatum. I think it's going to be. How do you say his name? Jokic? Yes. I think it's going to See, that's how much I don't care about the man. <laughs> but I think it's going to be Jokic again. But I want it to be Tatum. But I think it's going to be Jokic again. I don't see MB. Embiid barely like, got it this year.
1: I feel like if Dame is traded to the Heat, it's going to be Dame.
0: That would be hard. Like if
1: Dane gets traded to the Heat and it's him and Jimmy Butler down there just balling the season, because Dame already dropped he averaged thirty one points last season. He's just on a losing team, mm-hmm. so imagine him doing that on a winning team.
0: Mm-hmm. That'd be hard. I would like to see Dame win it, but as far as who I think, so I think that that white man going to <laughs> get that white man go do it again. Um, it's far I think the Heat coming out of the East again over the next Mm, I feel like the most person who will give them the run for their money is the Knicks. I don't believe in Boston. Boston just gonna have to show me before I, I it's, it's a see it to believe it situation with Boston. At this point, I could see the Knicks giving them a run for their money. I'm very, 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 very sad. That's the one thing I wasn't upset about getting Chris Paul. I wasn't upset about losing Jordan Poole. I was upset about losing Kenzo. So Brunson and Kenzo, I think Brunson and Kenzo played together in college.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: So even if I, they already have that chemistry. And Josh Hart,
1: he plays on the team too.
0: So they already have chemistry. And Kenzo is nice. Like, y'all just had to. if y'all ain't watched, I know he ain't show us much in the playoffs, but I digress. we you watch our regular season, Kenzo nice. Yeah, he is. He's nice on both sides of it. Like, he a two-way player. He's really nice on both sides, for real, for real. And he, on top of that, he got chemistry with them. So I thought the Knicks could really be nice and i'm really mad we lost kenzo so no love to the bucks who the
1: bucks no love to the bucks
0: anyways so i think it's either go that's cold (laughs) i think hey after the way onto the cupo was ducking that ball them last few seconds and he like it was a hot potato i don't know He did not want the moment. He did not want the smoke, okay? So, I can't... I can only believe in people based on what I've seen thus far. And then based on the moves I know they made or could potentially make. Based on what I've seen thus far and moves that were made, I feel like it's going to be... Especially if they get Dame. But even if they... Don't get Dame. I just believe in their culture and their mentality that they're going to get it done. Um, they're willing to do the work to get it done. The playoffs is long. Something so you have the heat coming
1: out. The w- can't last.
0: I got the heat coming out the east, but maybe the Knicks.
1: Who's coming out the west? The Nuggets. <laughs> the Nuggets? That's crazy. My Th-
0: that's my real answer? My realistic answer is the Nuggets. I feel like the Lakers have the most chance of Getting in the way of that. That's my realistic answer. I can't... I have to see more if I give... And like I said, I can only go on based on what I've seen. Even though I like the moves the Lakers made, the Nuggets is just looking crazy. I understand they We were losing by here. like
1: four four and, points true, a game. True. I don't
0: like the narrative of people. Oh, the Lakers got blown out and granted, y'all did. But y'all still in the blowing out, y'all gave them the most fight out of everybody. It just y'all just can't get them last little four or five points together Ever (laughs) at any point. So I'll give y'all that. But just based on what I've seen of the Nuggets, it's going to be hard for me to be like, without seeing nobody play yet and seeing how the chemistry and everything just naturally go, it'll be like, oh yeah, the Lakers. But I feel like the Lakers have the most chance to actually beat the Nuggets right now. I'll give y'all that. But I still think it's going to be the Nuggets out of mm. the West. That's my realistic answer. My delusional answer is the Warriors. I always believe in the Warriors. I always believe in the Warriors. Well, and I don't care if it's, that, it's not, not that delusional. Because there have been a bunch of years of people telling me it wasn't realistic and we got it done. So, the Warriors out the West. <laughs> Let's well, here's go. my so predictions
1: Nathan. for MVP. I'm going to say, hmm, I want Tatum to win. I say dark horse or MVP, it's going to be LeBron James. I can see it happening, especially if mm. the team is playing good with the amount of help he has. On I that can see foot. Yes, he, what he, what does he have to do? They have so much help. We can shoot the ball. We have the three. We have spacing. We have defensive players. Like he literally, LeBron just has to do his thing.
0: For personal reasons, I hope that does not happen.
1: But, but it's, it's okay. But it's okay, though. So I see Taylor winning MVP. I can see LeBron being a dark horse. Jokic should be in the conversation, of course.
0: High in the conversation.
1: Um, Giannis should be in the conversation, pretty high in the conversation.
0: A little lower in Phoenix, the conversation.
1: Phoenix might be interesting, depending on how this situation turns out. Um KD could be in that conversation, Um I do see it being a Lakers versus Suns Western Conference Finals.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: see the Lakers going to play maybe the Heat out of the East. I can see the Knicks making it. Um, and we're just going to stump them out.
0: Well, you know what's funny though? Columbine didn't even register the Suns and they are nice on paper. They are, this is one of them teams. It's like, you just don't believe in. I don't know how to explain it. I really don't know how to explain but it. I've
1: seen so many teams. Kevin Durant was on that was nice on paper. That they didn't do shit. They didn't do it's anything. It's just hard to
0: believe in like Booker and Durant gonna get it done. Like ooh and Bradley Beal. Ooh like I don't know. I'm not afraid of, of them. It's a bunch of niggas that ain't get it done. Like <laughs> I'm not afraid. Like, <laughs>
1: especially when I look at the 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 difference. Like I feel like yeah they got KD. He's all world. That's cool. Whoops, my bad, y'all. But yeah, they got KD. He's all-world. That's cool and all. But they don't have the depth. Like, they got rid of a lot to to put that team together. Mm. So it's like you have teams like the Nuggets who have been together for a while. They have the depth. You have the Lakers. They have the depth. You even have the Warriors. On any given night, the Warriors can get hot. And if they get hot, bro.
0: Period.
1: They're hot. It's just what it is. Period. Like you just beat.
0: And Kaminga going to get more minutes or I'm going to beat Kurt up my damn self. Period. We'll see. He going to get more minutes. What? I'm telling y'all, Kaminga coming. Because we're not going we not to do this for a second year in a row. Kaminga coming. But continue.
1: But that's what I see happening. In fact, the only team who can stop us right now is Denver. I'm not really worried about any other team. Um, A lot of other teams are too small to play with us anyways.
0: Quite literally.
1: So I'm not really worried about a lot of other teams. It's literally just Denver. And it's like our respect to Jokic because he's really – I watched this man throw the ball from behind his head, pivoting off one foot with the other knee in the air three times and make the three-point shot every time. With AD contesting, like contesting, contesting. So he's just different. But hopefully – with the spacing we have now and just the way we can switch the ball, hopefully, and we have two bigs, we can get backs like that. That's what the Lakers rule really like. They look like the 2020 Lakers just with upgraded pieces.
0: Okay, so enough Laker talk. I'm about to get a headache. <laughs> what players do you think have the most to prove this season?
1: Mm, probably Austin Reeves. Um like Austin. Reeves. Out of all
0: the players in the NBA, you think Austin Reeves come to mind? Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. It's my turn, whatever Skip said. Hold on.
0: It's my turn now.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, Austin kidding. Reeves is up there just because, like, we've seen him do it in the playoffs, but, like, now we have to see because the league is going to adjust to him. So it's like that. would Be a lot of players have like a nice season, then the league adjusts to them, then ever readjust. Jeremy Lin. Exactly. So Austin Reed is exactly. Yeah. So Austin Reed is one of the players. Um, I feel like KD and Bradley Brill have a lot to prove too, because like the Suns made this whole big deal. This whole thing is really about those two. Bradley Bill, you're not a, You're not on the Wizards no more, bro. You got no more excuses. you playing with Stakes Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Like, what's up?
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? Like, no more excuses. Um, who else has pressure? What is Zion going to do?
0: Mm-hmm. He better focus.
1: Who he going to DM? Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, he need
0: to focus. Leave them a little IG thoughts alone. Stay in the gym.
1: And I feel like the team with the most pressure is probably the Memphis Grizzlies. Because, like, they're going into the season with John Morant suspended. For a lot of games. So that's mm-hmm. already going to set them back. They got rid of Dylan Brooks. They got Marcus Smart, which I feel like they got Marcus Smart to kind of be a holdover until y'all like, yeah, he's not John Morant, but it's like what was on the market, him mm-hmm. or Chris Paul. I mean, I'm going to go with Marcus Smart if I'm the Grizzlies, because our play style probably just fits better.
0: You got to clean it up. You'll go with Marcus Smart. I hear you.
1: You <laughs> he got called out. <laughs> Yeah, so, you got me. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's okay. It's okay. Um, was that all your players?
1: No shade to Chris Paul, y'all. But I just feel like he only making his words for the bullying his children is already getting. But that's 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 it for all my players.
0: So as far as me, I think I agree with the people you said. I just feel like so much people you could have said. <laughs> but I feel like Tatum. Because he's going to have to prove he could really rise to the occasion. He going to have to prove he's really nice. Got a point. If it's giving spooky, spooked and nervous this season, niggas going to start saying not nice. So I feel like Tatum has a lot of pressure. He has not been able to rise to the occasion. Nope. The last two off seasons, even though we know he hasn't, and we literally seen him do amazing things. It was like when the moment counts, just...
1: He falls into himself,
0: so I feel like Tatum has a lot to prove. I feel like Anthony Davis had, and I don't. Anthony Davis played good in the playoffs. I don't think he deserved a lot of the smoke he got, but I feel like people have such high expectations of him, and I feel like he kind of left LeBron on an island against the Nuggets when it really down the stretch. LeBron's only one really trying to make it happen. So, I feel like right. he has a lot to prove when it comes to that because y'all do have a better team now. So, it's like what is really going to be your excuse if you really don't...
1: Can I just say something to AD? Yeah. Man.
0: You're going to say it regardless. So, go ahead.
1: Braun had 40. 40. On a bad foot. On a bad foot. He needed surgery. He came and gave 40 points. He's 39 AD. Mm.
0: And them games are so close. The fact that AD couldn't get them the little four point differential on any given night is insane. Like, when it's for the chips, and I'm almost like, I understand fatigue, I understand whatever, but come on, bro. Ride I don't even want occasion. to hear fatigue
1: because they play every other day in the bubble.
0: Right, facts.
1: I don't even want to hear fatigue. Y'all played every other day in the bubble. Like, literally every other day.
0: That's why they, I'm telling you, that's why RP took the victim, and it was. It was a serious situation, I right? Generally, that's why all of them was like, yeah, we not playing, bro. Cause they was tired, and that was the opportune time to be like, let's get some rest. It's generally what I feel like it was. Because mad people done got killed by cops, and they decided they just wasn't going to play. Them boys was tired in the bubble. Yeah. But I digress.
1: Disney and ABC was running it.
0: Uh Who else I feel like has a lot to prove? I would say Trae Young, but I already don't feel like he's nice. But He's one of the people that's like, people starting to feel like you're not nice. I've been starting to feel like he's not nice. Why
1: you don't feel like Trae Young nice? He, he, has, he has the numbers. He has his own little records, you know?
0: That's good for him, but he got to be nicer, bro. It's just compared to, it's not to say he a bad player. There's so much talent in the NBA. So for his name to be amongst the names some amongst, I need to see more from him. Otherwise, you got to drop down to that other tier. And the two other players that I think have a lot to prove this season, John Moran, a.k.a. John Wick, a.k.a. NBA Dumbboy. Mm-hmm. He has a lot mm-hmm. to prove solely because all the controversy surrounding him. Obviously, it's unquestionable that he's a talent. He's very, very talented. But he has to prove his character that he could stay out of trouble and be a reliable asset for his team. But then he also has to prove his game is good enough to make up for the controversy that he has already garnered for him to have all these things he can put on the line, the shoe deal, and all these sponsorships and all this stuff. He has to prove that he's really worth the headache. Cause I don't know. He really trying to go. He trying to compete with Kyrie for most controversial basketball player. I don't know, but it's just, the I feel like he really owes
1: it to his team too. He really, really does. He's gonna miss a lot of games. But the shenanigans is
0: hurting them as a team. So he really just has to make it up to them and prove himself and change the narrative surrounding himself. He's too talented for him to be associated with the foolery that he's associated and not being associated for his talent, because he is very talented. So I feel like John Morant has a lot to prove this season. Did I say onto the coupon?
1: No, you didn't, not yet.
0: Oh, so three players. <laughs> he got a lot to prove. The Greek freak got a lot to prove because that outing in the playoffs was embarrassing. The way he tossed that ball like a hot potato, dropped it like a bad habit. It
1: was first round, right? I believe it was the first round.
0: Yes, to the heat. Crazy. That playoff did different. But yeah, I feel like he has a lot to prove because that's the last image that's burnt into our brain. So he has to prove. Playoff Jimmy he might be died. different,
1: but he's not Giannis.
0: Listen, he not Giannis, but he's showing more fair in my heart than Giannis do when it comes to the playoffs. That's all I'll say. So Giannis has a lot to prove. The last player, the player who for me personally got the most to prove, who I got his jersey up in the crib. Klay Thompson has a lot to prove. He let us down so much in the playoffs. He really had Curry on an island. so
1: By himself.
0: Yeah. He wasn't looking like a splash, bro. He was looking like a slight drizzle, bro. So he has a lot to prove, especially that Warriors held him down, did not trite his ass. He definitely needs to make it up. To dub nation. So yeah, those are my players that I feel like have the most to prove. Maybe I could throw Joel and Beat in there. He just gotta prove he can make it past the point he always be making it to the playoffs. I don't think he's gonna prove it. I that. don't
1: think it's his fault ever, though. It's not his fault. Because like, he really does give his max to the team. It's just like he had Ben Simmons. Then he had James Harden. So it's it like James
0: Harden. <laughs> Sorry.
1: But it's like it's like every time you know, he gets going, his co stars are just ass. They yeah. buns. Ben Simmons don't want to play, but apparently he coming back. He owe it to the so league. I think it
0: off and be, I won't even say him, because it really isn't his fault, but it's still a narrative surrounding him right. just because he's the best player on that team. But really, the 76ers have a lot to prove.
1: I think he should just leave the 76ers. If one I think person so, asks too. for a trade, who ain't been in the league as long as Dane. But I would be like, I understand. It's Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm.
0: And that brings me to the teams I feel like have the most to lose. Or the most to prove. Not lose. But 76ers, Boston, Warriors. I feel like those are the teams. And Grizzlies. Those are the four teams I feel like have the most. To, uh, and Bucks And Bucks. Okay, those are five teams I feel like. We're not going past five. Th- we're not. We're not. <laughs> that's it. So who I said, Warriors, Boston, 76ers. Bucks, and Grizzlies. Yeah, that's a good five. I thought those are the teams that have the most to prove right now. Do you agree? Or do you have any other teams you want to throw
1: in there? Um, I would throw the Lakers in there just because, not just because I'm a fan, just because, surprise, like,
0: surprise. what
1: we really have to see because now we have no excuses. Mm-hmm. We were saying, oh, we were only losing by four. We just need to be, now we are deep. Now we fill those holes. So now what are we going to do? It's no more excuses. We we have everything we said we did not have for the last two seasons, and mm-hmm. Westbrook is not there. We're going to have a healthy team going into the next season. So what's the excuse for Lakers now? And there's no excuse. Every year since we won our championship, we've had an excuse the last two years, and they were valid excuses. This is the first season we're going, which is none.
0: thought mm-hmm. that's some
1: pressure, and it should have it. I want them to have. That. As a fan, I want them to know. Oh, it's not about to be sweet. It's really about to be sheisty out there.
0: I hear that. Okay, yeah i I hear you. I still think there's other teams that got more to prove than the Lakers. Well, they have more.
1: I don't think the Lakers have the most to prove. I just said you, you said which one? Yeah, you said who would I add? So I would add the Lakers to that. The team who has the most to prove to me would probably be Memphis. Um, not going to have a John Morant for a while, so are you going to be able to hold it down? Keep it not from drowning. I mean, like, not drowning until he gets back. Um, and the Pelicans, I would say the Pelicans, because the Pelicans have been teetering on very nice. And every, the last season, they have these moments. So, like, they're really good. They're really good. It's like, here mm-hmm. come the Pelicans. Um, the Pelicans, my bad. They're top four. Then they just flatline.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's
1: like, they have Brandon Ingram. They have Zion. They have a lot of talent on the Pelicans.
0: Oh, I just saw another player that have a lot to prove. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. He has a lot to prove. It's about time to start
1: looking at this guy.
0: You got to rise to the occasion. You know, one of them, can you rise to occasion, excuse me, or are you just a regular season monster, like, when it don't count? (laughs) So I thought Donovan Mitchell in there. Um, Yeah. As far as coaches, Steve Kerr got the most approved for me. You looking real funny in the daylight. I'm losing faith in Steve Kerr. So I feel like he's the coach that got the most approved in my eyes.
1: I definitely agree with that. Like the Spurs, they got Victor. They won't have to figure that out. But I'm not worried about Greg.
0: Right. Steve he's Kerr, the
1: more I look at him, it's just like, hmm. Looking funny. Hmm. This with is coming from someone really who nice. has
0: highly revered him for a long time. I was Steve Kerr's biggest defender. I'll put the cape on every time, but my cape. Is in the closet collecting dust right now.
1: It's like he's stuck on what he knew worked, but cannot sleep on the Warriors.
0: Never, so never. We'll, don't make that mistake. We'll I'm telling see. y'all.
1: We'll Everybody
0: see. was trying to tell well, me Boston goes sleep the Warriors. All I'll Boston say, all I'll the say about the Warriors
1: is this, though. There are teams you don't want to see in the playoffs. Whatever.
0: I digress. Everyone was trying to tell me Boston was going to sweep the Warriors, and I just look like the crazy delusional fan until... No, real la, talk la. though.
1: Real <laughs> talk. Every team, I feel like every team has teams that are their kryptonite. Like me, as a Lakers fan. Well, I don't every know if, team
0: got a team that's a kryptonite. Why are you stressing that my team got.
1: Well, you didn't cut me off. My, I was about to give my team. Oh,
0: okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah.
1: okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, like I was saying <clears throat> before, I was getting called out unjustifiably.
0: Just say. <laughs> All right. Um, say what you're going to say.
1: Anyways. My team's crit tonight, I wouldn't want to see the Suns too early on in the playoffs. I don't know what's going on with Kevin Durant and LeBron, but they haven't played each other since two thousand and
0: eighteen. On purpose.
1: Just somehow They
0: come to an agreement. They shook hands on it.
1: Literally for years, there has not been a Kevin Durant versus LeBron James back. Every time it's time for them to play, they're injured. That's why I thought the NBA said, y'all going to do this on opening night. Y'all cannot be injured on opening night.
0: Yeah, so Adam Silver, whatever pull the little strings you be liking to pull to make sure certain matchups be matching up in the playoffs, pull them strings. Let's see Lakers-Suns.
1: And I feel like the Warriors don't want to see the Lakers in the playoffs, at least not unless it's a final round. <sighs> That's crazy, not the yawn. I wasn't even trying to I get was, disrespectful. That was a was genuine crazy. yawn. That,
0: that was is, genuine she had yawned this
1: whole time. I've been tired
0: this whole time. Yeah,
1: your team was tired when they played us oh, too. That's crazy. I yes.
0: Okay. Remember, I mean, you got to come home with me. So okay, watch
1: it. but remember who made it to the Western Conference Finals while you are yawning.
0: I ain't gonna say what I want to say.
1: Yeah. What, what?
0: Don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it, sweetheart. Don't even worry about it. How you gonna so pick a, How you, you, you going to pick a
1: fight and then so try to tell that's not me? A fight. How
0: you going to pick the I'm argument? The, I can't say what I... Anyways, no. what teams do you think is going to be real nice in the future? Like, what's some up-and-coming teams?
1: Up-and-coming teams? L-H-U, it depends what the Thunder do. If the Thunder stop being a money laundering team, I would mm-hmm. say them. But they trade all their talent.
0: I agree. The Thunder could potentially be nice. Now, but they really do. nice every time they post to be nice they do do some dumb shit it's like they want to be bad on purpose i don't know right but they flip their players yeah so if they could you know not do that dumb thunder thing i feel like they could potentially be real nice maybe the kings the kings are really modeling themselves to be a fake warriors team but it could work out for them if they make the right moves get rid of harrison barnes first of they just most. need
1: a real center
0: That too. But get rid of Harrison Barnes, first and foremost. But the Kings have potential too.
1: Yeah, get rid of Harrison Barnes and sign Kevin Durant. Mm. You'll win some championships then. Mm.
0: And that rivalry, they get Kevin Durant, that Warriors-Kings rivalry.
1: Yeah. What's that Drake line about she ain't even get the joke though?
0: Oh, he, he, he. You already know how I feel about that. I, I don't care for that narrative and I know it's dumb. We won rings before him. We run won rings after him. He still ain't did shit since he left Warriors. So I really don't give a fuck about that narrative. So he, hi, he got
1: a haircut this summer. I don't care.
0: Did he get a brush?
1: No, that's why he cut the hair. No, okay. room grew back though, but he did cut but, it briefly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out to KD, man. I don't got no problem with that man. You um, know he's sensitive.
1: He gonna tweet about us on his burner account. He,
0: he definitely is. Great player. Great player. We made terrible career moves, but great player. Um, yeah.
1: So after we initially recorded this episode, um, the NBA was hit with the bombshell that Dame was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. How are we feeling about Dame on the Milwaukee Bucks?
0: Well, first off, congratulations to Dame, because I ain't like how <laughs> people was trying to act like. He was just so out of bounds for how he felt when he'd been mad loyal to a franchise that did not deserve his loyalty. So congrats, Dame. Um, I feel good about it. I'm happy for him and definitely does change some of my takes for sure.
1: Yeah, it does. As it doesn't change my take that I feel like the Lakers are going to win. I just feel like now the Bucks are a bigger problem in the East, um, but the most interesting thing to me is that so many teams got better, and Philadelphia and Miami got nothing. Like, the Suns got better. Portland got better. The Bucks got better. Boston got better. So, in their own- The Warriors
0: con- got better, too, by
1: the way. The Warriors got better.
0: hmm
1: So, in their own conference, two of their biggest competitors got better. Off a trade where a player initially acts to go to their team to play with their other superstar.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's why Jimmy emo right now.
1: Yes, he's very emo, Jimmy.
0: But I more so feel bad for the Heat and the 76ers. I already made up my mind that 76ers wasn't going to go nowhere. I felt like Heat has the potential to, so I am more so feel so bad for that.
1: I understand the Heat's position of that Portland wanted a lot, but I just felt like. You lost Gabe Vincent to the future champions, the Lakers. You lost him. You lost another piece. Allegedly. Like you. you lost another piece. <laughs> so you lost another piece, and it's like, you guys didn't even get Dane. Like, I only feel bad for Joel Embiid because like every year, he's just watching things happen, and he's giving his best effort, and Philadelphia just keeps giving him people who doesn't want to be there.
0: Well, um, um, he got the MVP, so just hold on to that. The yeah. MVP. You can never take that from him. That's all I'm saying.
1: Exactly. He's in rare error now. Seriously, all jokes aside.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, the most interesting part of the trade to me is Dame Lillard saying he's finally playing with someone who's better than him because that kind of makes me feel like he's going to stay. It doesn't seem like, oh, I'm going to be here for two years and I'm going to Miami. He seems very, very, very excited. Like, I never have known another superstar to just be like, I'm playing with somebody who's better than me, finally. Especially how much pride Dame takes in himself as a player. It was very, like, surprising to hear him admit that. Like, Dame is good enough to where if he wanted to say that about himself, we would forgive him. So him to say that it's just like, wow, he probably really does like playing with the Bucks, even though he hasn't played a game yet. And Giannis is not stopped smiling yet. I really feel like they smell a championship. I just hope it's not this year.
0: Yes. Yeah, so as far as my takes, definitely Bucks coming out <laughs> coming out of the East. I think Celtics have the best chance of stopping that from happening. Since they got Drew Holiday, I just hope Tatum plays like how he was playing that 2022 playoffs, minus the finals. He was going off until the finals. I just hope we see that Tatum, because seeing that Tatum versus the best version of Dame and the best version of that's really, and that should be interesting. And Jalen Brown, too, yeah, whatever. But that should be interesting to watch. So, yeah, but I'm still saying Bucks out the East. Um,
1: Jalen Brown is an expensive, yeah, whatever. But
0: he can't dribble with his left hand. But. I
1: agree with your Bucks take. I feel like they're coming out of the East. The only team I say has a shot is Boston. But Boston could lose to the Knicks before that happened. I feel yeah, like the Knicks I feel like the Knicks could beat Boston and of course the Bucks are gonna beat the Knicks. Like Boston is their own biggest problem every year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And they're also playing two different styles. Boston is going small and we're trying to outshoot you. The Bucks are very, very, very big, which is why I feel like it's going to be the Bucks versus the Lakers, and that's not something I'm ready to call yet because they're super, super big, and they play defense. And offensively, I just got to see how that turns out we'll before I make that type of call. But the Bucks and the Celtics play two different styles of basketball. The Celtics look more like the Warriors, the way they're trying to play right now. Oh Well, the Warriors from, like, 2015, 2016. And the Bucks look more like the 08 Celtics. They're just playing really, really big.
0: Mm-hmm. And the Knicks, they kind of remind me of the Heat in that way, where it's like it's not a team with the most flashiest, biggest superstars. They just have a lot of heart. So and I'm always going to respect those teams. I have respect for the Knicks, and I have respect for the Heat. I just feel like they just have mad heart. You could have more talent on paper than them, but they're going to give it they all, and you got to respect that.
1: Yep. This heart don't win you money, but it does get you the NBA Hall of Fame. Apparently, um, so yeah, that's my updated take. Um, go Bucks! I just want to put on record that before this trade happened,
0: no one's gonna believe you.
1: No, they're not gonna believe me. But we have the screenshots. I have the screenshots of me. I may not have them, but it happened last year. I said, you know what, LeBron getting old. I need me a backup team, and I chose the Bucks. Before Dame got there. so.
0: That's right. just him putting it out there. Right. <laughs> when I
1: say go Bucks one day, I'm not a bandwagon. I've been to this. <laughs> that's the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Art of Discourse. You can find us on Instagram at The Art of Discourse. There you will see like behind the scenes updates. just anything to do with the podcast. Um, will be back next